the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Mark Peterson in for Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, we're ready to talk gardening with you on a pretty Sunday afternoon here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. So uh, come on, be a part of the show. Call us at 210-308-8867. Today's your last day to come on out and get your Millburgers Fiesta medal. Uh, at this point, you're going to be saving it for your collection, and you'll be saving it uh, or saving some folks in San Antonio from uh, from uh, their situation. Uh, with by because the Salvation Army gets the entire seven dollar donation that. Uh, goes into getting uh, paying for the your medal. So uh, anyway, I, I really made that more cumbersome. Yes. When you come yes. and get the medal at Millburgers for seven dollars, that seven dollars all goes back to the Salvation Army. Is that is that till today? Till today, yeah. So so come on by and uh, pick it up. Ask us a gardening question in person. And uh, we'll talk to you then, or uh, just give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I found out yesterday that we have listeners. All the way on the East Coast. Really? Yeah. Why? Did somebody contact you? Yeah, somebody contacted me. A gardener on Long Island contacted me and said she enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. Do you know this gardener on Long Island? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Okay. How cool was that? I, yeah, I don't know. She asked for the the call letters and the call sign. And, yeah, she can she and listen times. online. Yeah. She can call in toll free if she wants, 866. Well, maybe, maybe if she's listening today, she'll call in. Yeah. Two one zero. It's eight six six. Rather three zero eight, eighty eight sixty seven. So uh, she can call in. We have a, a trucker who calls in from the yes. road who listens. Alan, yeah, I think it's Alan. Does that sound yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're bad. We're nationwide. Yeah. Like ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> what game was that song? I couldn't remember. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Mark's already gotten the first uh, magnolia leaf drop question. Yeah, that's that's two this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, for those of you may be all of a sudden looking at your magnolia and it's dropping yellow leaves, or they may have a little fungus on them. Don't worry about that. That uh, about this time of year is when the magnolias drop their leaves. They are semi evergreen, so they don't totally lose all their leaves like a deciduous tree would but they um, about this time of year they they start dropping some leaves so don't worry about it collect them the old the old tiny uh treatment was collect all the leaves and dispose of them 
and uh, you may or may not apply a fungicide. Don't worry about it. It is the normal time of year. And then That's about how long? Secondary fungi. It is secondary fungi. Yep. But because I enjoy worrying, how long should I wait before I worry if the leaves don't seem to be coming back? Um, yeah. Sixty days. Okay, two months. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. At Thanks. that point in time, I tell you, take your chainsaw out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But he says they bloom, too, after this. Yes, they bloom. Yeah. Uh, usually the month of May is, is the latter part of May is when they bloom. And now the, the flowers are only there for a short period of time. They, they're like a 24- or 48-hour flower. You know, they oh, they right. bloom out and get real pretty. Yeah, and smell, and smell wonderful. And then it goes away. Yeah, you do smell wonderful. But they, but they're always blooming uh, for that period of time. I'm trying to remember when we drove to um, Alabama. I think it was around Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and you know when you go through Mississippi, the magnolia is the state flower, I believe. That's right. And the highways, just like we have highways that are covered in blue bonnets, their highways are covered in magnolias, and they were all blooming, and it was, it was a sight to behold. Mm-hmm. It was very pretty. I think the state tree is. Oh, the state tree is magnolia? Maybe that's no, right. No, I, 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 I think it's, it's one pecan. of the pines. I think it's pecan. In, in Mississippi? Mississippi? Or is it Georgia? Georgia, I know Mississippi. for sure. Oh, okay. Mississippi. Right. Well, what is, what's the magnolia state? It's, mag, it's uh, Mississippi. Okay. What do grapes need for fertilizer? All right. 210 308 8867. Well, how do you fertilize grapes? Uh, we have a question on how to fertilize grapes. grapes. Yeah, from the audience. From, from the, the audience. audience. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, audience member. You're gonna have to stand in line they're and up. wait to your. They're, they're up there. They're gonna be coming. <laughs> All right, they're coming up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, just, so, so answer just, the question. Just when you uh, uh, in the spring, early spring. Okay. About this time of the year. And. A lot of and they use 959 slow release fertilizer. Or if they want to do it organic, they can use our wonderful new organic <laughs> fertilizer. Well, what is that? What yeah, is, what's what, it? The, the organic new organic oh, you I, I don't know. I haven't heard yeah. about this. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Most wonderful thing you ever heard of. Yeah, actually, it's good. This is not night fertilizer or anything like that. No, what? no. No, no. It's, uh, and it's got... Night um, soil. Uh, no, we it's don't. magic soil. No, that was not the. That's not it. I don't think that's the organic. Okay. I don't Land, know. Maybe so. Landscapers pride. Magic okay. No, soil. that's landscapers pride. This is the, the Millburgers, which is, the organic, which has mycorrhizal, fungi in it. Listen, oh, it okay. go. All right. Yeah, there it is. Is that it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, 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 yesterday I saw that on the shelves, uh, and I was going to ask about it. Yeah. Well, we'll get Trace to to talk a little bit about it. But yeah, it's uh, they've uh, they've worked to come up with this, and now the um, the uh, synthetic fertilizer, if you will, uh, it, I know, also has more nitrogen, more iron. Yeah, more iron. More iron. Yeah, more iron. Yeah. That's one of the things that we talk about. Uh, one of the few micronutrients that we have a problem with here in San Antonio. Uh, all right. Well, I like I like the the natural lawn and garden fertilizer. It's 612, which um, was some of Malcolm's original analysis was 612. Oh, is that right? Or something. Yeah, to that again. So that, that's a very good ratio. 
You've heard me tell the story about when Malcolm first came up with that. I, I kept telling him, I said, the problem with organic fertilizer, he doesn't have enough nitrogen in it. So he put, did his magic trick and put all, <laughs> got the analysis up. So he called me, he said, <laughs> the, I, got, I got it up to 911. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I said, it's, you're genius. Yeah. yeah. You're genius. Yeah. 911. Yeah. For, for, for your emergencies, uh-huh. uh, fertilization call, use 911. <laughs> See, he, I didn't get that. I've been, he, like, playing along. He, he, he didn't, didn't get, get it. it either. Oh, he well, didn't, he didn't well, get there it. there you go. Sometimes your humor just is above. Yeah, he didn't get it. And he, Malcolm said, I can change it. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, no. You got a marketing. Uh... Uh, I, for, for organic products, I usually recommend anything below 10. Or twelve, so okay. those, those are good. Cool. But I like the nine one one. That was nice. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, right. And I, I, I encourage people, Mark, because this this doesn't burn. This doesn't burn no. plant material. No. So I recommended that people try. You know, I'm 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 kind of uh, heavy footed when it comes to uh, nitrogen. Or, or fertility, mm-hmm. especially well, 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 some plants need to be side dressed. They yeah. are heavy. Well, we got, like say heavy feeders. Yeah. yeah, they're real heavy feeders. And so, for for some for some people that are growing tomatoes and things like that. Yeah, that's that's what in, I was thinking. In of. containers. Yeah. I told them just use that bag. Use that bag as the potting mix. Yeah. Oh yeah, just yeah. No, that, that was last that, week I was, I was you listening. You dump that in there and use that whole bag as straight in, plant straight in it as potting mix. So what do you think? Is that going to work? Uh, I I almost drove off the road when I heard you say that last week. Oh, but, did you? Uh, I, was, I thought that would have been a little little excessive. I might want to cut it by half. No way. Yes way. You cut the mycorrhiza down, and they 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 they, they work good in numbers. For the radio audience, they can see me rolling my yes. eyes at this point like a teenager. That's the first time you've said mycorrhizal. <laughs> right, but, yeah. but, but anyway, that's something for people to try. Yeah, if, if you're... Uh, no, no, I, I, like I said, it looks really, really good. We have a little little uh, copy here. and uh, uh, It's a good one. Uh, I, now, see, I like it uh, for trees and shrubs. That's why I mm-hmm. always like it, because... Um, and grass. They are less heavy feeders, and mm-hmm. uh, it's also for lawns here. Yeah. So if you're growing citrus in containers, especially, just get a bag of that and dump the whole bag in the container. I might, I might do that. I might do that. Um, of course, I'm going to have a big enough pot for my a container for my citrus. Yeah, yeah. So. You got to have a big enough pot. All right, well, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. We got a question in uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, Somebody said that they have marsh parsley, marsh parsley, or thin-lobed celery, Invading their lawn. 
Hmm. I don't I've, know what the I've, hell I've that never is. heard of that, but... <laughs> Anyway, is there an effective selective herbicide for this weed taking over my Bermuda lawn? That's got to be a pretty tough weed to take over Bermuda. Bermuda, and I bet I, I bet it's in the shade. I was just gonna, you beat me to it one more time. There you yes, go. yes, I bet was. it's in the shade. I bet it's in the shade. I bet it's like a half a corner. So yeah, I've got half sun in that corner where it's shady, and oh, and probably a little lower. Yeah, this this sounds like heavy water use type. Herbs, weeds. Well, yeah. If it's Herbs. a if it's a uh, celery, yeah. it's gonna have to. I have to use a lot of water. There's too much to pull by hand, and it seems to be choking out the turf, choking out Bermuda grass, buddy. That's uh, I don't know of anything that chokes <laughs> out Bermuda grass. In several areas where it has gotten thick and hard to yeah. pull in the large. Uh-huh. Tap root for my clay soil. Thank you. Oh, it's clay soils too. Yeah, and so so what I recommend, I I don't know what it is, but uh, the we used to use MSMA. Yeah. Uh, because so it'd kill everything but the Bermuda grass. Yeah, so and, was... and they've taken that off the market. So now we have a product uh, that's taken MSMA's. Uh, uh, place for with Bermuda grass. It's called Fertilome Weed Out with Crabgrass Killer. Fertilome Weed Out with Crabgrass Killer. And uh, you, that won't hurt the Bermuda if you follow and uh, follow read, read and follow label instructions. As I told David Rodriguez, I said, when do we read? Before we do it. We yeah. read it twice before we apply. Right. We don't read it after we apply. I can't hear him. Wait a <laughs> what the? I'm serious. Oh, you went. He, uh, you lost him. Wait a minute. Can you hear? Him? Yeah. Can okay. you hear me? Nah, nah. Now they got back. Okay. okay. Well. Okay. Uh, no way. It must have a short in it. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, fertilome weed out with grass crabgrass killer. All right. Got a question from the crowd here, Please, sir? Can we on. ask you your question on the air? Yeah. Okay, well, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. I hope. Here. Oh, no, I went out. All right. Okay. Grab that so we can hear you. What you got? Oh. I have the, uh, I bought some uh, spring bouquet. Viburnum. Viburnum. And I brought three little leaves here. Spring bouquet viburnum. And for some reason, parts of the leaves are being eaten off. Do so you see little sections like that? Little sections? Yes. Yeah, little. And I've sprayed it. The... Oh, now this one's a little worse. Okay. Yeah, and I've sprayed them with the uh, Bayer 3-in-1 uh, insect and disease control. Yeah. And I've been spraying them now for about uh, a month, and this continually happens. When I shake the bushes, I don't mm-hmm. see any little, like, uh insects flying out of the bush yeah what percentage of the leaves are damaged i'd say probably uh maybe a one out of ten ten percent yeah that's usually we don't worry too much about it but this one looks like this one looks like a caterpillar i don't ever see any caterpillars on it it. a lot of the caterpillars are nocturnal so you may you may never see them um, um, well, I'll get up but the other one there, <laughs> yeah, that one looked more like yeah. a little beetle uh-huh. damage. 
Okay. Um, but at at ten percent, we usually don't worry about it. Okay. Um, when it's when it's getting it to thirty percent, yeah, then we're, okay. we're hitting spray out. Yeah. Now I'm not familiar with the bear three and one. What what are the three in there? Uh, I don't know. It says insect and disease control, and it's called Bayer three and one. And yeah, it's an insect and it is fungicide. Oh, is it? That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. And it All has right. it lists as uh, one of the insects that it kills. It kills about I don't know fifty, but one of them is a leaf cutter by Burnham. Oh, so right on there it uh, actually it says listed, that listed. it supposedly protects right. against that insect for this particular plant. There, you so. may there's a couple of ideas on it. You may be getting some, but there are other instars from other plants crawling in over, or they're laying more eggs over. Uh, so, so you're getting repeated infestation. Mm-hmm. Um, and how are you spraying it? it it's in a uh, factory-made plastic bottle. You mm-hmm. hook a hose up to it, mm-hmm. and it has the nozzle that's all preset by the factory, mm-hmm. and then you just turn the water on, and yeah. it dilutes it automatically. I would try to get underneath the leaves mm-hmm. as well. Not just spray on top. I'd try to get underneath the leaves and, and okay. the uh, uh, and the stems. Right. Is this a big plant? How big is this plant? It's probably only that tall. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's a little bitty plant. And it's a little, a little bitty one. I think it's supposed to get around three or four feet tall, but it's a fairly young plant. So oh, you can big. really get good spray coverage. Oh, now. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Real good spray coverage, and it's it's probably 12, 40, 14 inches tall, and that's it. You're, 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 using, you're doing all you need to do. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, don't worry about it. Drink a cup of coffee, and, and I go out there. Uh, do it at dusk time. That's yes, the only thing I would right. say. Maybe do it at dusk. Okay. Thank you. You're you bet. Thanks. All right. That's how easy it is. You can come on by and ask your gardening question in person. But right now, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Mark Peterson, and for Dr. Calvin Finch. And I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds. And Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the four-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just 4.88 in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has Mexican Heather on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch, ready-to-use pot for just $16.88. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. 
Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Hi, this is Jan Jones, an HR manager for Salem Media Group of San Antonio. And I'm looking for a creative team member, one who thrives in a fast-paced, detail-oriented work environment. And the role we're hiring for is a digital content coordinator. And it's someone who will manage our day-to-day digital content from multiple websites, social media pages, and station mobile apps. In this role, you work really closely with the marketing and promotions department, as well as internal teams and station clients to coordinate and deliver digital content, such as graphic design, digital and print materials, email marketing and contests, and other assets. If you're interested in this and you have attention to detail, you like social media, you're good with graphic design, then go to this station's website and click on the tab Now Hiring and send us your resume. We'd love to talk to you. If you love website design, if you love graphic design, you don't want to miss out. Join a great team. Apply today. And welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, let me take a second to talk to you about quality organic products. Right there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile outside 1604. Now, you uh, if you're looking for sa- uh, mulch or compost, if you're looking for great soils, if you're looking for the uh, brands, now, these are actually uh, produced by Todd and the folks over at Quality Organic Products. So if you're looking for the materials, that's a better word, that the uh, landscapers use, the professionals, uh, they go to Todd. They use them and they use his uh, products. So this is their livelihood depends on it. So um, that there's two benefits. Number one, you know they're a good quality. And number two, they're even at a better price because he is a wholesaler. So uh, go visit Todd over Quality Organic Products. He'll help you out with whatever you need. Go to qualityorganicproducts.com, qualityorganicproducts.com, and you can find out all the different things and items that they have out there. Uh, and uh, you can find out about delivery. You can find out about pickup. All that good stuff at qualityorganicproducts.com. Okay, again, our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else you got over there? We want to remind everybody the activities, get into the activities that's going on in the next couple of weeks, okay. especially, especially next week, uh, next Saturday, Saturday, May 5th, uh, we're going to have the water... Saver Landscape Design School. For the, the, they had an overwhelming interest in the April school. So they added another class uh, on May the 5th. 
and uh, what 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 new, this is all about. I was gonna say, remember, it's a new location, Fair it's a, Oaks. It's a new location, Fair Oaks, or yeah, Fair Oaks Ranch, Ranch Country Club, Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. So. I imagine there'd be a lot of deer questions out there. I, I would believe so. You think so? I think so. Uh, I have been assured by Texas that all the roads will be open at Fair Oaks. I-10 oh. will be, yes. Oh, is that I, right? I, oh, yes. I'm on a hotline to Texas. That's good. Uh, it's at uh, 7900 Fair Oaks Parkway at Fair Oaks Ranch. So uh, put that in your... Yes, yeah, so it must, uh, must pre register. No. You got a pre register. Cost is $30 for an individual, $50 for two members. And what you get for your money are full presentations on xeriscaping, landscaping, I mean, xeriscaping, design, improving soil, and plant selection. One on one idea consultations. And uh, three full-color plant and landscape guides. The landscape guides are very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, one's from Austin. One's, uh, one, one is our new one, 100 Best Plants in San Antonio. And I can't remember the third one. But uh, they're very, very good. Yeah. Very nice. I, may, I imagine they'll have a Texas Superstar publication. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's it. Um, so anyway, this is going on next Saturday, uh, from 8.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And, uh... So go to the Gardens... What is the site again? Gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah. Gardeningvolunteers.org. And, uh, you can, you can sign up there. Mm-hmm. I think. I understand that the first speaker, not only intelligent, but handsome. And No. And, uh, we uh, covered that last week. Yeah, no. <laughs> last There's yesterday. nothing to support that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like, the price of admission to here has taught. Yes, that's what I understand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, and uh, on, uh, so gardeningvolunteers.org is a site to go to. On the 19th of May... Uh, which is um, not next Saturday, three Saturdays from yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Green Spaces Alliance will be having a tour uh, through uh, the uh, King William. Uh, it's a secret gardens tour that they're having, and um, it's going to be kind of cool. They picked out a number of homes in King William. I like the you pointed out yesterday. They're all within walking distance, mm-hmm. and the, the, the idea is kind of successful gardening in San Antonio, um, and uh, you'll see lots of great ideas and uh, some terrific um, uh, ways people have overcome the challenges of uh, shade or uh, just things that they they face in King William and some really cool ideas that people have done, too. Um, so now that's from, I think we said 8.30 to 11.00. 30 is the tour, and then uh, you can also buy tickets for the luncheon. Right. Uh, and then they'll have some uh, very world-famous personalities answering garden questions. We'll be there answering your garden question. Right here, we're handsome that day and intelligent. Is uh-huh. that the deal? Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> I thought Gavin was done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, well, then, yeah, right. you've got a point. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing he's not here to hear. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. do you remember the prices? The prices uh, for just the tour is $20 per right. person and 25 Oh, for, I'm sorry. Members for are 20 members, yeah. yes. Members are 25 And then for the tour and the luncheon is $80 for members and $100 for non-members. Right. And uh, so, and they've got uh, a good mu- uh, musician playing at the luncheon. We'll be there answering your questions. It'll be a nice treat. Uh, so for more information, you can go to uh, greensatx.org, greensatx.org, and find out. And it's going to be the luncheon in the, uh, is at the Monte and Ivy Hall, and uh, the garden tour is 8.30 to 11.30. And I believe you can, you can register in advance or you can register the day of at the uh, Monte and Ivy Hall. So uh, for more information, greensatx.org. All right, again, our phone number, 218-210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The uh, plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. Thank you, weekend. thank you. Until sorry, Trace gets up here, is a plant called Madagascar jasmine or Stephanotis, which is a uh, a tropical vining. Yeah, you want to say it again because you you are really happy that you can uh, pronounce. Yes, that. I am. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Stephanotis. Stephanotis. Otis. Stephanotis. Otis, like Otis from Le- Andy Griffith. Like like Stephanotis. Yeah. Stephan. You know, like Stefan, Stefan, and then Otis. Stefan Otis. Or Madagascar Jasmine. I think that'd be the best. Madagascar Jasmine. Yeah, and I don't know how many we have left. Uh, We need Trace to come on up. Now Trace is hearing his name about now, and now he's ah, come on, people. But it's a fragrant vine. We have at least one. Uh, It's used in wedding bouquets. Uh, it's uh, used, uh, it's a climber, a tropical. He, his suggestion was to use it um, in a plant because, I'm sorry, in a container. Container, yeah. Yeah, because you want to um, be able to protect it. Uh, but it sounds like it's a really gorgeous plant. Look online and you'll see the pictures of the white flowers. They're very, very pretty. It's fourteen ninety nine, And if you want, just call the nursery at 210-497-3760 and tell them to put one aside for you, and they will. If they've still got any left, so uh, check it out online and see what you think. Uh, you know, look for Madagascar jasmine or Stephanotis. All right, two one. Be a good one to try my organic uh, fertilizer. Oh, you think uh-huh. so? I think. Oh, so. Oh yeah. Okay. Because the more it grows, uh, you're gonna have, I, have, yeah, have to have a little trellis to grow it on. Yeah. Then I believe it flowers off the the new growth, so that will be. Put it in a large uh, whiskey barrel size container, mm-hmm. and then you can plant. Uh, you put it put it on a little trellis, and then you can plant uh, a pl- other annual uh, flowering annuals around it, mm-hmm. and have it grow out of the center. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, and be fragrant too. Uh, I wonder if we could, uh, since we're into fragrances, I wonder if we could put. Uh, Alyssum, you know that. that, that I, oh, I, with I, it? I see. I was trying in my mind. I was trying to think of something what, that's fragrant. So it grows upright on a vine. So you want to counteract that by something that's low and mounting or cascading over the sides. So alyssum would be really good, yeah. particularly the uh, the new series that came out that will tolerate heat just a little bit more. Right, and uh, it's very fragrant. It's very fragrant. So Absolutely. you'd have two fragrant plants on your patio. 
And, right. and uh, I imagine, I imagine it, 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 it's going to do better in Texas on the uh, morning sun, afternoon yes. shade, like yes. everything else. The classic, like in a patio, shaded patio or yeah. porch. And remember, if you use a whiskey barrel, let's see, are the whiskey barrels on sale? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, I, ha- I think I have it now. No, I'll let y'all do it if you want. Oh, oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you got his. Mark, tell us how they're. Tell us what they're selling for. Oh, I don't know. Do I have both of them? Yeah, you have the. I got stopped by the Vinca. Oh, so okay. So keep, the turn Angelona. the page. Uh, one half whiskey barrel. Yes. Genuine half whiskey barrel. Ideal for large container gardening, especially for tropical plantings. There you oh, go. That's what we got. Regularly, fifty nine ninety nine. Now on sale at four forty forty four eighty eight. There you go. Cool. And uh, before you plant it, before you put the the mix in, uh, remember to attach, uh, especially if you're going to have it on the patio. Attach some heavy-duty coasters to the bottom of the whiskey bottle. Yeah, so you can, you can move it around. So you can move it around real easy. So you don't have to be a big, strong, husky person to uh, to move that thing around if you, if it's on the heavy-duty coasters. And with the whiskey barrels, they just screw right into the bottom bottom of the, of the container. Uh, and you can do that while you're making holes in the container oh, in yes. the bottom. Very important for drainage. So uh, good, good project for somebody that wants some some fragrance on the patio. We got a question. Got some questions in. Uh, now, did you have a question? Uh oh. Can, can we ask it on the air? It's easy. It's easy. Just, sure. Here, just grab put the mic. That up, put that up. And grab the mic and tell us what you, what you got. You're on the air. Would like to know what you recommend to kill hackberry trees. Trees? Yeah, hackberry. Seedlings, I mean, they hey, just pop up everywhere. They're popping up everywhere. Yeah. Oh, little seedlings. Yeah. Well, unless I'm behind the times and, yeah, they're and then they're they get bigger. Small yeah. trees. Yeah. I find a, a nice now steel chainsaw. Hang up to the works really well. <laughs> but she's talking about seedlings, so. You cut them off and yeah. then use a. A product, uh, very cautiously use a product called uh, stump, stump. Vine and tree killer. Stump vine and tree. Is it tree or shrub? No. Shru- uh, vine. Or, is it, or is it just stump and vine? Yeah. Stump and vine killer. killer yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's a, that's a, you just make a little cut where they're just hand shears, and all it takes is a little drop. One drop on right. the on the little seedling stump. Yeah, cut yeah. vine and stump killer. Yeah. Okay, so years ago I stopped here and you recommended remedy, and I did go buy a big big thing of that. But I just wondered what you were recommending now. Well, that that that's what we recommended is the same. Yeah. It's the same ingredient. It's the same as remedy. Yeah. Oh, but you could buy it in a smaller quantity. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and that's what we recommend because it's so easy. So easy to handle. Okay, give me the name again then, gentlemen. Cut Vine and Stump Killer. And do you know the company that makes it? Uh, I think there's a bear. Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's, it's, in, it's, it's inside there, there and yeah. they got two rows of it um, and in different bottles. All right, sizes. thank you so much. You now, bet. The only the other thing I was going to say, if you didn't want to cut the stoop down and cut it, uh, you get a, what's called a sharpshooter. 
And it, this involves a little effort, but you, you're not stooping down all the time. It's just you go down right next to the tree and chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it below grade. So, will that keep it from coming back? Uh, if it's below grade, it will slow it down. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. <laughs> 210-308-8867. We've got James on the line. Oh, he's got a hackberry tree question. All right. 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, just fine, man. It's a great day out there. Uh, yeah, they're okay, pretty... You, yeah, you guys were talking about killing trees and uh, little hackberry trees. And uh, the old grandpa... Uh, he used to cut them with uh, like a little saw or a, or a, a uh, cutters, loppers, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he'd, he'd go get a can of peaches and eat all those peaches and then take that empty can and put a little water around that one he cut. And he'd, he'd put his foot on it and he'd drive that peach can around that old hackberry that he cut. Does that really work? Well, I think it depends on the size of the hackberry, but what he's trying to do is just trying to uh, shade it and prevent it from coming up again. Yeah, but that that's just a bunch of... I don't of know why, why... Yeah, I don't know why he's using peaches. I, peach yeah, can. we like peaches. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah that's, uh-huh, why, he that's why he's using it. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's probably a double cling with a nice heavy syrup. syrup. Yeah. Well, uh, they, in those days, peach. they used to... They used to grow their own tobacco, and they'd use that syrup to make, uh, anyway, chewing tobacco. <laughs> hey, does that really work, putting that can on there like that? Yeah, it, it can be used like that. It seems to be a little slow on that. You're just, you're just, all you're doing is preventing the, the tree from re-sprouting up. Oh, okay. Well, then, then it did work then. Okay, I it, it did work, but, yeah, it was, it was slow and not too efficient. So, uh, and, and a waste of good, a good peach can. I can think of so many other things to use a peach can for. Okay, but it does work then. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to get me a can of peaches then. Thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call and uh, be a part of the show. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road, and I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds, and Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just 4.88 in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has Mexican Heather on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch, ready-to-use pot for just sixteen eighty eight. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Codemasters one-day seminar, ranging from topics like negotiation tactics to persuasion and communication skills. The seminar comes with a booklet full of tips, seminar lessons, and additional sales training material. Regular price, $995. The Marketplace price, only $600. See details at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Psalm 127, verse 4 says, Like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Each day with our children is an opportunity to shape and sharpen those arrows before we release them into the world. So how can we know we're shaping and pointing them in the right direction? Join Family Life in select movie theaters across the country on May 1st and 3rd for the premiere of the movie Like Arrows, a faith-based film about parenting with purpose. Like Arrows is in theaters for two nights only, May 1st and 3rd, and it casts a powerful vision for parents, reminding us that nothing is more important than having God and His Word directing our lives and our families. To view the trailer or find theaters near you, visit likearrowsmovie.com. Again, that's likearrowsmovie.com. Bittersweet, the memories bittersweet, the hopeful first hello, the hopeless last goodbye, our love is gone and yet. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The answer. Let me take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, if you are looking to get rid of those roaches or rats or spiders or scorpions or whatever's bugging you in the house and uh, mosquitoes and fleas and, and all kinds of stuff, Spider-Man Pest Control is the answer to your uh, to your pest control needs. These are the guys that have been doing it since 1976. This is the company that oftentimes is the last pest control company that people call. Uh, this is the company that uh, ends up sometimes fixing. Uh, the problems that pest control companies have that are not quite as experienced. That's uh, Spider-Man Pest Control, and they've got a new uh, system out for mosquitoes that uh, people are uh, liking. They've uh, kind of found out what the folks at Disney World were doing, and this is their uh, what they're doing. It's a, a little device you put in your yard. It's got uh, water in it and a little bit of powder. The uh, mosquitoes land in it. They get the powder on their feet. Uh, they fly out. They put that powder around your area. The other mosquitoes get the powder, and it kills both the original one and the uh, mosquito that uh, landed in it um, kind of secondarily. So uh, it it's uh, they've used it in a couple places and we're using it here at Millburger, so we're testing it here, and um, the uh, the so far the results are really really good. So uh, give them a call and learn more two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one for Spider Man Pest Control. All right, we're going to get to Scrubby on the line um, at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got a 
a question about uh, lemon and lime trees. Hi, Scrubby. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Scrubby, are you there? All right, we're not here in Scrubby. So, there, Scrubby. Okay, well, what's going on? Your screener was efficient enough to uh, request a picture ID, so maybe he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was probably was checking out the post office online uh, to see if there were any pictures of you. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, the, the the question I had was, uh, uh, my wife wants a uh, a Persian lamb because they're bigger, and I like the Mexican lamb because they're authentic with. You know, the cooking and whatever. Anyway, uh, I'm going to replace a, uh, a Satsuma that's declining. I'm going to put a, a lamb in there, and I'd like to know if there's a, a, a good a Mexican lamb that will uh, produce as uh, proficiently as my Meyer lemon does. I'd really like a Mexican nope. lamb. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, they just produces less. Than your wild lemon. Now, before we get back to the deal, what do you say your satsuma is declining? Why is yeah, it declining? It, uh, well, it uh, it started about uh, it's about eight years old, ten years old, and it uh, it never did put a lot of fruit on. The most I ever got was probably fifteen. And then uh, the top died, and then I cut that off, and then. The next, uh, another six inches bad, and then I cut that off, and then now it's down to uh, about, oh, about two feet tall, and it's got three little old uh, fruit on it, but, uh, you know, it's on its way out. I think it's planted on an old uh, cottonwood stump, so there's really nothing for oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, well, that, yeah, cottonwood. Anyway, uh, the whole yard's falling apart because that tree has such big roots that, uh, uh, they're decaying now, and uh, right. uh, they're, my wife broke her foot last year falling in one of them holes. So oh, anyway, Lord. I think that uh, that uh, the the, the uh, satsuma is planted uh, in that area. Okay. And uh, I'll dig it out and you know put some dirt in there. Yeah, I just wondered why a satsuma would decline. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's right. It's uh, it's only twelve. 15 feet from the record-breaking uh, world-class uh, Meyer lemon. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and it and that thing, you know, it it don't bother freezes, don't bother anything. Oh, another question is the uh, is are those limes uh, evergreen like the lemon is? No, I mean no. they're very well, cold sensitive. Yeah, they're cold sensitive. Uh, what we always say, we kind of rate them is. I say the the Mexican or or key lime is the most cold sensitive, then the Persian lime, then the Myers lemon, then Satsuma, and then Changsha. And that that's probably the order from most cold sensitive to least cold sensitive. All right. Well, that's uh, that sounds like so, the one I I want to hear is the the Mexican lime will uh, do all right here. Well, we'll do all right, but it's it's the most cold sensitive one. So, yeah, yeah. Hope for warm winters. It's, it's cold sensitive, yeah. But I've got a, uh, I'm in a little warm hole out here on the south side okay. of town, 
And uh, oh, okay. everybody else has phrases, and I do not. All right. Okay. And, uh, um, you know, I, so, didn't, I, so, didn't li- I, didn't, I didn't lose a leaf off of my Meyer lemon when everybody else is, was freezing to death. Well, there you go. You, Not, may have, you, you, you may be a good spot then for microclimate. I would do both. And oh, yeah. and uh, the reason I like to do both is, uh, and this is how I tell everybody, what's the difference between the limes when people ask me. I said the Mexican lime is small and round and goes into your margarita. The Persian lime... Persian lime is oval and it goes into your gin and tonic, and that's how I tell the difference. You tell the difference of it. So I like both margaritas <laughs> and gin and tonic. So I'm going to go uh, with planning both. And that'll uh, make your wife happy too. Yeah, yeah. You got plenty of room out there. <laughs> yeah, that you you hit on all the things. The only thing is, she puts the uh, Meyer lemon. I mean the. Uh, the uh, Persian lime and Dos Equis. So, uh, oh, okay. Well, there she I go. Guess, there you go. Well, I'm not going to eat either one, so I'll just get her what she wants. What's uh, what's a good Persian <laughs> lime? You're a smart man. Is it, <laughs> is it just Persian? Is that how you call it? Yeah. 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 Sometimes it isn't it a kefir. K a f f i r. Doesn't sometimes okay. they call that? I'm I'm looking at uh, Jerry. Yeah. 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 Sometimes that's okay. That, that, well, that's what? what it'll be under. Yeah, well, what size should I get to uh, plant immediately in the ground? I don't uh, do well with uh, patio plants. No, uh, well, now, wait a minute. You're going to have to protect it. It's a lime. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm telling you that I live in a warm hole here, but I'll protect oh, it. I can okay. build a little green. They're, they're I'm willing to risk it. Yeah. We're just telling it for other people who aren't as fortunate. They're very cold-sensitive. <laughs> Yeah, I, I said that at the same time I had all them papaya trees, and they they froze down to the ground. I had a heater on them, and I had a tent built around them and everything, and they perished. So, yeah, you're right. I'll, uh, I'll uh, uh, well, I don't know what to do. What about a, what about uh, the Mexican lime? No, I mean the Persian lime. Will it be all right? Have no. Protect it. All, all limes. Uh, all limes are cold sensitive. Yeah. But, but it's slight, slightly better. Uh, slightly less cold tolerant. Two degrees. Yeah, okay. You caught me down that one. Uh. <laughs> That's two or three degrees. Uh, but, Dave, go back to your question what size is. I have always found um, five or ten gallons to be the best size. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate the uh, info and. Uh, you guys get back to the good work you do, and I'll be out there digging. All right, Scrubby, get out there. Watch out. Thank you. Take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We got a question in. Uh, we need we need Paul Cox up here to answer this. He's a, All right. He, he gives an oratory on our mountain laurel sea pet berries poisonous to pets. Oh. And I always tell my story about uh, my mother-in-law had a uh, uh, had had mountain laurels all around her back patio fence there, and she had a little 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 dog, and the little dog went out there and ate some of those berries, and it made him happy because uh, 
like Paul Cox used to say, they they used to make mezcal. Uh, I know it was uh, a uh, drink. Uh, uh, yeah, a drink to reach another plateau. Uh, reach another plateau. Yeah, is that what yeah, it was? yeah. So uh, <laughs> akin to to oh, LSD. Yeah, or yeah. Peyote or other little things. And so. But you, you, the problem was you wanted to get the recipe from a living Indian. Yes, you know, correct. Because, uh, correct. The, the penalty for failure was high for a because uh, <laughs> the chemical varies high, uh, very, to varying degrees with each one of the beans. So. Yeah. Uh, so, but th- a local veterinarian has said yeah. on the record uh, that uh, most of the time the seeds will pass through the pet's intestines without harm. Yeah. It would be chewing on them. Chewing on them, that may be. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. They, and so this uh, this dog was obviously chewing on them, so he was acting crazy. I mean, he was just as happy as he could be, you know, <laughs> running around there. And so the, my mother-in-law was was very upset, you know. Uh, she, she she didn't want, like like to anybody to be anything to be happy. <laughs> so, uh, my mother, I understood where you were going. Okay. And so, uh, <laughs> so they carried to the carried the dog to the vet. Uh huh. Five hundred dollars to to pump mm. that dog's stomach. And it's probably unhappy after the stomach yeah. pumping. And what 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 did he do when he got home? Hey, he started chewing on those beans again. He straight back to the backyard to get some more beans. He was he, hooked. <laughs> and just like I tell people, if I'd have been with him, I'd have probably been out there eating them beans. If I'd have been living with my mother-in-law, I'd probably been out there eating those beans, too. <sighs> <laughs> Two one zero. Anyway, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero. At least direct all comments. Yeah. <laughs> Parsons comments. Anyway, to they Milton. They if uh, they don't chew the beans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if they just swallow whole, it goes right through. Don't matter. Do you remember that guy they had here uh, applying for the uh, uh, position of uh, head of the? Uh, uh, the garden, yeah, and yeah, Paul yeah. was showing him around. He ate one of the beans, and he had picked up. Oh and my ate gosh. One of the, yeah. This is a botanist now. Yeah. Picked up and ate one of those beans. Oh, poor Paul, poor him, but poor yeah. Paul must have just been kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that blew Paul's mind. <laughs> but anyway, uh, to, to answer the question is it may. Yeah. But to poison them and kill them, unlikely. I wonder why they even want to eat them. They're so pretty. No. Okay. But the, uh, <laughs> well, they're trying to get that. Uh, they just instinctively that, know that high is coming. Yeah, when I see. Getting that high is coming. They're, they're chasing well, the. Well known in the dog you, world. You never met right? my mother-in-law, did you? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Anything that changes up? No, yeah. I just Did was you get any other little any dogs with red bandanas and any other, other questions? <laughs> any other questions? Any other? Yes. Oh, yeah, goodness. Please. Oh, thank Another you. Question. Yes, that'd be good. Please, please. It doesn't involve dogs on drugs. And <laughs> <laughs> 
What is the recipe for the mountain laurel? Uh, nope, stop it. <laughs> Our dog tells it is tells us it's the greatest. It's like uh, Bush's bean dog. Anyway, the question was: My two bougainvilleas were kept in the cold, kept inside in the cold months, and now I had to put them outside in the sun and give them. I gave them some fertilizer. They are, uh, are they are blooming. Copious amounts. Copious amounts yeah, of fertilizer. Yes. I didn't cut them back since they were blooming earlier. Should I do that now? And if so, how much? And far as answers, uh, bougainvillea bloom on new growth. Bougainvillea bloom on new growth. If you if you should cut them, uh, yes, you should cut them back. Since I don't know how long the branches are, I would say cut them in half or cut them back in, into half. Yeah, yes. Uh, he was being gentle. I would have said, no, you should have cut them. Well, long ago. Yeah. Um, first week of April, last week of March, probably. Then I get a little warmer, so I would have waited. <laughs> but then, yeah, cut them back, cut them back hard. Yeah, and they'll they'll Bougainvillea push out new growth. Bougainvilleas oh, right? respond well to to abuse. Oh, huh. And fertilizer, yeah. And fertilizer. <laughs> Which is on sale right now. There you go. Yeah, nice, you're at job. nice job. <laughs> Again, I don't know the botanical name for this plant, but it's called a closet plant. Okay. I know. I know. I know. You know? You know both in my... Now, continuing the theme of mother-in-law's. <laughs> oh. Mother-in-law's tongue. Yeah. yeah. You know why they call it that, Milton? No. It's always wagging. It's, 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 oh. It's sharp points to it. Man, my question is, <laughs> poor mother-in-law. <laughs> uh, my question is, what's the reason for the tips of the leaves turning brown of the of the closet plant? I keep getting new, I keep getting new growth, but the outline of the leaves turn brown. Answer by Forrest said the plant is. Uh oh. Uh oh. You'll have to wait till after the break. Oh, nice job. Okay. A radio tease. This, this man, this is not his first radio. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. It's 210-308-8867. Uh, don't forget, you can also go online to learn more about upcoming classes and uh, get the newsletter for Millburgers and uh, find out about the Fiesta Metal. Today's your last day to get it here at the nursery. Just $7. That $7 goes right back to the Salvation Army. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons Dr. and uh, Mark Peterson in the, uh, talking with us, to the crowd. Talking to the crowd here, answering questions. Did you want to... Did you want to ask some question on the air? Is that okay? It's easy. Here. Come. You'll be able to hear these. Both guys will be able to hear you. We'll be able to get you all kinds of answers. Some of them will be uh, correct. Yeah. So you're looking for a colorful flowers. Is that right? Yes. I'm looking for colorful flowers. Okay. That are will take full sun 
and are rabbit resistant. Rabbit resistant. Oh, wow. Vinca. Oh, okay. Really? Periwinkle. I know Vinca's are. Oh, okay. We, we still, now we can't hear you. There you go. You had Vinca's last year. I had Vinca's last year, and those were fine. I'm looking for more of a variety. Um, well, we, you can get any color uh, Vinca. Variety of flower. I'm going to suggest zinnias. Zinnias. Yeah, they come all shapes, sizes, colors. Um, I like the, the gold ones, the, the short gold ones. That's my favorite. Marigolds? Classic anti-rabbit flower. However, full sun? In the heat of the sun? I don't think so. I think in the fall, maybe. Do you think marigolds? Full oh, sun? yeah. Okay, all right. The spider mice love them, too. Yeah, I know. That's where you go. There's, there's a... Spider mites, so they may last. You, you may get a good showing for about you know, six, seven weeks, and then spider mites. You're not gonna beat Vinca. <laughs> get over it. Cora, Cora series. If Vinca. it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> All right. Zinnias, Zinnias. Had had those last year. They were great. But but yeah. Uh, but yeah, they won. Yeah, I understand what he's coming from, but it's, I know. Do you really tell me? Yeah, well, he just wants more variety. Yeah. Variety? He, he, he knows what's worked, so he's tested it. Now he wants a second one that'll work. I guess stupid rabbits. <laughs> against rabbits. There's hey, not a lot that works against rabbits. They have an uh, anti-rabbit uh, 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 liquid out there. Uh, yeah, they do. Inside. They like, um... So. I, I was looking at it going, huh, that's interesting. Like a deer away. It's, a, deer, away, yeah. it? it's like Liquid Fence, only it's a new product. Uh, I had never seen the company before, but it had deer and rabbit um, prevention. Hey, we got some folks waiting on the line, so let's get to them right now. We got Liz on the line at 210 308 8867. Hi, Liz. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just doing great, but my wrist uh-uh. rose was in gorgeous bloom about a week ago, and then it seemed like overnight all of the buds turned. The new buds, I mean, it it looks like it's been hit with a with a heat gun or something, and the new buds have got the same mildewy kind of stuff on it. The leaves are shriveling, and it kind of happened overnight. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, Sea Drift, or wh- which one was it? Is it's, it? Do you know? I don't remember which one it is. It's it's coral. Oh, coral. coral. Red, but, uh, oh, okay. Um, the, you know, the... Did, did the, were the flowers, uh, did you say they're turning brown? Oh, they're all brown. They look they actually look like someone who has a hair dryer, you know, couple them up. Uh, you want to take brown, a guess? It, it, and again, it happened like overnight. And the new the new buds that are coming out are are gray oh. colored and shriveled. And we're, we're not laughing at you. They were uh, laughing we're, at me. We're laughing at Milton because uh, I was trying to figure out what it might be, and then I remembered yesterday that I brought a question that was similar, and the answer was oh. thrips. They weren't drift roses, but thrips? they were. Uh, Thrips, yeah, T H R I P S. Thrips, I know, but this, this, to to happen literally overnight. I mean, yeah. truly, it could happen. Um, the other thing that 
that came to my mind about, was so three feet, three feet by by about three feet by three feet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good size for a drift for us, um, or typical size, I should say. Uh, yeah. yeah, it could happen. It could happen overnight like that. You know, it may it may seem to you be overnight, but it could be over a three day, four day period. You're just in noticing it until yeah. after it happened. Until um, it got severe. Yeah, until it got real, real severe. Mm-hmm. But but the way you're talking about the flowers all turning brown, and then what? Also the the leaves were turning a little brown. Yeah, too. the the oh. some of the leaves are as well, and and all the new buds are are have like a grayish yeah thing you know uh, color on them. Yeah, that that uh, the new buds that was kind of a key characteristic as well. Um, when populations of thrips get really really high, they're attacking the new buds. Yeah, huh, they, how they, bizarre! They have their little. The other roses are doing great. Is that? I mean, yep. is that typical that only one bush will get it? <laughs> Welcome to the world of landscape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, they they. <laughs> Travel in pack. Yeah. They they Ganks. come in areas. Yeah. Uh, oh, most insects okay. do that. Do you have any white do roses? Do? do you have any white roses? No, I have a Groma's rose and I have some uh, knockouts. Okay, the 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 thrips are usually worse on white roses. Yeah, that's why I asked have. you if it was uh, sea drift. Oh, really? Sea drift is uh, a white rose. That's uh, that was I why see. I asked you immediately. I see. Well, what do I do? There's, there's a bear three-in-one spray that you can use. Okay. That Is it going to hurt all the butterflies and all of that that I got visiting? Not if you Is don't it? spray them. <laughs> spray, spray them in the... Uh, Spram in the morning, yeah. uh, in, in the early okay. morning or early, late early morning. in the evening. Yeah. Okay. Well, that will minimize that. Should I just that. cut Yes. Or say what? Yes, cut cut that off the spent the spent flowers. Cut off and get all rid of, the, of them. Uh, okay. Yeah, do not put it in a compost up. pile. You actually put them in a bag, in the plastic bag, and yeah, put them with trash. Uh, right. Uh, right. Okay, dokie, we'll do it. Uh, and that's bear three in one. Right, wow. that that's one that, that that covers a wide variety of sucking insects, and that's that's what thrips are. Okay. And spray spray okay. the bud the the buds before they open. Because you so, already um, noticed that the uh, the unopened buds have, uh, are looking a little discolored, so you want to get you oh yeah get in there I before they I'll just out. cut them cut them all down. Okay, thanks a lot, right. I think. Thanks. Do you have a question, and can we ask it on the air? Yeah, sure. Okay, grab the microphone, and you'll be on the air. How can we help you? We've got some rather large red tips, but they've picked up the fungus. Is there anything at all that can be done for them? Red tip fungus? <laughs> no, I think that's, that was No, no, he's not talking about movie. Oh. Uh, okay, no, he's talking about well, on the red tips. Yeah, the red tips. Can anything be done to save them after they've gotten the fungus? Because different people have said you can spray them with fungicide. Other people say no. And you, you could spray them and spray them on a regular basis, but it would not end up stopping the the, the problem. It would just be, it would just slow it down. How long 
does it take in general? Oh, I've seen sometimes it takes it would take two years. Sometimes I've seen it take ten years. Okay, so, so I, yeah, so you could do it, and it's just longer. They're okay. just slowly going to die back and turn yellow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. He is not going to do any more vincas. Uh, let's see. We have Robin on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great on this gorgeous day. Yeah, hey, what's going I, on? Well, I, I was gone for two weeks. And someone was taking care of my gardenias and my plants. But I came back, and my gardenia, which was absolutely gorgeous, had buds all over it, was a good green color, looked healthy as wonderful. And I came back, and half of it, the the leaves were all brown and shriveled up, and yellow leaves all over it. Even some of the buds were, were dried up. What do you think happened, and what do you what should I do? On your on your gardenia. On my gardenia. Yeah, yeah you know, the flowers are very short lived, um, so that's possible. But you're saying also the the not only the flowers but the leaves. The leaves uh, were, were shriveled and brown, and I I don't know if they just didn't water it. You know, I had uh, some people taking care of it, but. Uh, yeah, it, it it could be. Was uh, it in a container? It was in a container. Yes, a lot of yellow leaves on it. I have an older one in the ground, and yeah. um, it's done okay until this year, and it has a lot of yellow leaves on it too. Yeah, if it's in any type of soil around the San Antonio area, it's going to do that because it needs sandy, acidic soil. Okay. That's why we usually grow them in a pot, which is what Doc Parsons was asking about. It could be too much water or too little water. Whoa, but what, what about the leaves just turning brown? And I mean, it looked yeah, like they were fried. That's that's the, that's the symptom of, uh, uh, they usually are yellow. Uh, yeah, and, and some of them are yellow water, too. Yeah, too much water, that's yellow leaves turning brown. Because you're suffocating. Too much roots. water. And they're, like, curled and crispy? Yeah. Well, now, if they're oh. crispy, eh, they're usually water. Oh, too much water is usually brown and <laughs> soggy. Um, yeah. They're not usually crispy. Um, well, I was going to, I was laughing over here, smiling there, because it's probably the same old thing. It could be thrips. It could be white flies. It could be aphids. Pick your poison. Oh, jeez. Have, well, have you got any fl- have you yeah. got any flowers left on the thing? There's some buds left, yeah. Some buds. There's some bu- there's some buds left that are coming. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do how do the buds look? Are they uh, look normal? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they look uh, plump, but tight and full. That's what they should look like as they're as they're ready to to burst open. Well, uh, if they're, if they're a little sunken, a little light green. Uh, no, no, but well, I, I suppose. Well, the, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the leaves, and almost all the leaves have yellow. Have they're either entirely yellow, pretty much yellow, ninety percent yellow, 
uh, or they're um, spotted. They're getting spotted. The yeah. ones up and, into and, the butt and, and spotted you, yellow. I'm assuming you're lo- you're out there looking at it right now. I Have am. You look yeah. at looking under the, under the base of the leaf. Turn them over, and if you see anything crawling, nothing. No, nope, they look clean. <coughs> yeah, they look clean. Well, we're we're seeing so many thrips uh, on onions and uh-huh. and uh, and roses and everything, uh-huh. and uh, gardenias are famous for having uh, uh, thrips yeah, too. Let's go through it again. Thrips, white flies, aphids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see any bugs at all. S- scale. Leaf hoppers, flea beetles. Yeah. 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 But you, you and you and the thrips are so small. Uh, yeah, they're hard to see. Yeah, yeah. And I now, and I have had thrips on my roses. But, yeah. Um, this year. Um, this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because the edges are brown, the edges of the rose. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But the gardenia de- doesn't look like the roses that had thrips. No. In it. No. I, actually, I have one bud that's black. It's kind of yeah. It's black on the end. But I, I bought. I just bought this plant. I've just had it a month, and it was just doing so gorgeous. It was just beautiful when I left, and I come back in two weeks, and I thought my. Friends hadn't watered it or something, and it looks so bad I couldn't believe it. But well, if it was in the pot, could you if you put your finger down into the pot, was it moist? Um, it was dry when I got back. Yeah, it was dry. Oh. So I thought, well, bone, maybe they bone dry. Yeah, bone dry. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think they huh? just—I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Any, they watered it. Yeah. Any stressful event will cause a gardenia to abort its bloom. Yeah. So yeah. it could have That's been as simple as one one skipped watering. I was going to say inconsistent uh, watering. Yeah, one day they water too much. I mean, it, it's a, uh, anything that would cause a stress. The first yeah. thing the plant wants to do is abort the bloom. Oh, jeez. Okay. Should, so should I cut it back? I would just take should off the, the. I would just yeah, take I off think, the anything that looks bad. Yeah, I would yeah. take off the leaves, the buds, anything else that uh-huh. looks bad. Uh, you don't uh-huh. necessarily have to, to go back and do some fear cutting, but everywhere you have that. Okay. Uh, should it, and then go back on a consistent one. Yeah. Now, would yes. it do better in the ground? No. 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 That, that, that no. We, can, we can be confident saying that a gardenia in San Antonio will not do better in the ground. Even Milton would uh-huh. agree with us. Yep, I would. Okay. Because I've got one that does fine in the ground. <laughs> Until this oh, year, and then four. the leaves well, are turning yellow. Yeah. Knock, <laughs> knock on some wood yeah, real quick. It, uh, <laughs> give it time. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, and should I give it some fertilizer? Uh, Usually I treat it like maybe water soluble. Maybe water soluble. Yeah, I would say like just miracle. a little bit. Uh, yeah, like a Miracle like, Girl. You need a miracle. Oh, you need a miracle. Mm-hmm. Mere acid. Yeah. In a pot, oh, I would mere acid. use that's, mere acid. That's true. That's a good point. It's actually designed for that plant anyway. So oh, wow. miracle grow mere acid. Okay. You have to sit right. soil. All right. Tell us what happens. Well, thank you so much. You okay. bet, Robin. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. 210-308. That's sad. She's so yeah. sad about it. Mm-hmm. 210-308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Well, let's see. 
Beautiful day. Yes, it is. Nice temperatures. Yeah. And we have the plant of the weekend, or do you weekend. want the uh, fulfillment of the teas from yesterday? Yeah, let's fulfill. was the teas yesterday? We're going to start thinking butterflies are That's right. Here. So, yeah, let's do that. We're going to have lots and lots of butterfly plants in, over the next couple, two or three weeks leading up to the uh, the thing with Calvin. No, oh, the, 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 the event. At, the, the, well, we're having a the the butterfly, butterfly garden here, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, Calvin does so much. I don't know what your what the thing with Calvin is. Well, but you're talking about the butterfly garden. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so what kind of butterfly things are we gonna have that start coming in? Well, hopefully some more porter weed. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, Greg, that sure was pretty. Greg's missed. Uh, hopefully we can get a hold yes. of a couple different varieties of mm-hmm. butterfly weed. Um, let's see. We. Uh, the Artemisia, the the uh, rue. We just started getting in a, a good quantity of rue and dill, hmm. so you can harvest your caterpillars. And passion vine. We got a lot of passion vine in this week. Oh wow! <laughs> for for uh, swallowtails, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So, Calvin, Calvin's event is May the nineteenth. Is that the go. one you're referring to? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's the one at the Wait. at the with the Green Spaces Alliance. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is that two different events? I was like, did he double well, book have, again? Well, we, can, we can have one here, too. Well, oh. Is everybody looking at me? Oh. Funny? Well, I think, I think we're... They're double schedules. Yeah. Who oh, do that? we have an event here on the 19th? Yeah. Oh, what's on the 19th? Calvin, the the uh, Green Space event. Oh, okay. Well, we'll figure it out <laughs> somehow. Okay. It's okay. Anyway, let's, anyway, yes, let's, let's, let's promote butterflies. So, yeah, yes. so we'll worry. Let, the audience doesn't need to worry about that just yet. Yeah, yeah. So we've got lots, lots of butterfly. Yeah, butterflies seem to like things that end in weed. Porter weed, milkweed. What was it? Butterfly weed? That's the same thing. Milkweed and butterfly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Then it's yeah. Yeah. Ah, rats. But give me good, good kudos for that, though. Catching that? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So those are going to start coming in. And then um, you want to talk about the plant of the weekend, 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 weekend? Yes. Uh, all right. So this is a, a type of jasmine. And what, what was the nickname you came up with yesterday? Madagascar jasmine. Madagascar jasmine. Common name. Common name. There you go. I, I like nickname better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. but his friends call him Madagascar. So to me, this is Maddie. known as Stephanotis. Yes, that's what uh, I call it. It's a tropical vine, <laughs> dark green, glossy leaves, fragrant white flowers. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell the story from, uh, from, mm-hmm. yesterday. from yeah. many that's years right. ago. We have I, new listeners. I, I had a young lady that uh, for Mother's Day we had actually taken one of these and wrapped it and had a foil and bow on it. And she came in and she saw it and she started crying and bawling hysterically and this is the plant that made her house where she came from they had a wooden frame and this was the walls wow and the roof of where she grew up so uh, i always think of that when i see this plant it's pretty cool yeah it uh, is it is and it's 14.99 uh, uh they're on a nice little horseshoe type trellis i think it's it also has like it does have nicknames like wedding plant or wedding flower right because they use them in bouquets because they're fragrance and the pretty white flower i think uh, trace i've been wanting to ask this question uh-huh oh dear about your story about, 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 about your story okay what happens when it rains rain will run right through that thing 
Well, I didn't ask her about that. Well, it was a, you said she, the whole house was... Well, it was. That's what she said. No roof. It was just the plan. It rained a lot down then. Some people have money, and some people apparently doesn't have money. So, you know, you take what so, you can get. So don't leave, leave the bread covered I, if you've got bread out. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Cam- Cambodia, I believe is what Ooh. she told me. But, uh, it rains like hell in Cambodia. Okay, well, I'm sure it rains, yes. But, uh, <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're, still put a roof over her head. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about that. Okay. I'm wor- Don't worry about it. There's a little thing to <laughs> that gets you worried. And I have information on Calvin's thing that you're talking about in a minute. So uh, how many do we have left? <laughs> yes, uh, last okay. count was uh, seven. Seven, okay. So uh, if you want one, then uh, you can call the nursery. 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, just tell them to put one aside for you. Uh, look them up online. Uh, you'll see lots of really uh, positive write-ups on them. Uh, now, the write-ups I saw actually mentioned is a house plant. Uh, Trace, I don't think, was as high on that idea as they were online. Of course, it is online. But, um, but uh, yeah, I did recommend them as a tropical in a container. Yes. And uh, so you could protect it in cold. So, uh, yeah, and, it, and look at the line. You'll see a very pretty plant. Um, we were thinking about putting that in a whiskey barrel or something. Yeah. It on sale in the, mi- in the middle with a, a lissom. I think that'd be pretty. The new lissom yeah. and fragrant. Yeah, very. Do, do you have any of the lissom in no, yet? No, and uh, he didn't show any available this week. Oh, okay. It'll be coming in pretty soon, though, I hope. So he's talking about white stream lobularia. Yeah, that's right. the summer summer alyssum, so, so right? It's a, yeah, it's an alyssum that can actually take some heat. Right. All right. So uh, fourteen ninety nine. Yep. And there's seven left. So uh, check it out, and then call the nursery, or just come by ASAP and ask somebody for the Madagascar jasmine or Stephan Otis. Now. And then number four, the nursery again. Four nine seven. Thank you. Three seven six zero. Two ten. Two ten. Two one zero. Four nine seven three seven six zero. On May 12th, uh, Dr. Calvin Finch will show us how to build a butterfly garden here at the nursery. It's the adult seminar Calvin will be giving. Now, uh, oh, size is limited. So this is one you want to reserve your spot for, same number, 210-497-37 at uh, May 12th. 12. 497-3760. Uh, the write-up says gardens designed to attract and nurture butterflies are becoming more and more popular uh, in our area because they're not only beautiful, but they contribute to the health and well-being of our very uh, very important pollinators. Uh, butterfly gardens also give us the opportunity to provide a fun and educational family activity. So, uh, yeah, so it talks about mist flower, uh, porter weed, and others. And uh, this is going to be on May 12th, starting at 10, going to 11. Uh, Calvin will be presenting it. The cost is free, but they do ask that you uh, make a reservation. So by calling 497-3760. So we're not double booked. We're okay. All right. I thought so, but he, he confused me. I know. We're all confused here. Oh, man, look at all those pretty bougainvilleas. Are those bougainvilleas? Yeah. And then beneath it, is that the... That's the Mexican what, heather. But what's, what's behind the Mexican heather on his basket? Is that... That's a bougainvillea. That's a bougainvillea. bougainvillea. Which are on sale. And behind that, not the, not that size. Oh. Uh, oh behind okay. that is right. a the agave. Oh, okay. All righty. It's a pretty full oh. basket. I was, yeah. yeah, it is. And I was thinking, it, I just sort of looked a little bit like the Whopper begonias a little bit. But the leaves weren't big enough. 
Okay, I mean, I'm just me. I'm just rambling. It's okay. Okay, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Anything else we got going on? Uh, there was a few more hot peppers available this oh, next yeah. week. Oh, yeah. And uh, okra. So I should have okra okra is coming. this week. Okra is coming. Excellent. Oscar Excellent. okra. And um, so, uh, yeah, that's the new thing. Okra is finally going to be available. It's, it takes it takes heat to come up, and we right. just haven't been hot. But uh, yeah. And yesterday, that's what I was telling Milton, uh, when Jerry was talking to a, a, another customer here, uh, I would say that it was a little late this year. I said I've heard people say, "Oh, you got to plant it." And I said, "No, not this year. I think the soil is still too cold." Yeah, nitro, so, so next, too cold. Yeah. So yeah, next week would be perfect. Good. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. I want to remind. Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds. And Milberger's carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Milberger's is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Milberger's, you'll save on Caladiums, now just 4.88 in the 6-inch pot. Milberger's has Mexican Heather on sale for just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Milberger's. You've never seen such colors. Now in the 12-inch, ready-to-use pot for just $16.88. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. For years, I've suspected U.S. and other world aid that has gone to the so-called Palestinians was being used to underwrite terrorism. Now, the Washington Free Beacon reports that some members of Congress want to compel the State Department to reveal how much it has given to convicted terrorists and their families. Representative David McKinley, Republican of West Virginia, and John Ratcliffe, a Texas Republican, are asking for a complete freeze on aid to the Palestinian government. This follows passage of the Taylor Force Act, which requires Palestinians to stop these payments or face a cutoff of aid. The letter follows a free beacon report that the Palestinian Authority continues to spend American tax dollars on terrorists. Palestinian officials say they have no intention of following the new law, and that's another and compelling reason to freeze the aid now. Iran is the world's largest underwriter of terrorism. The U.S. should not be a part of efforts to destroy Israel and kill Jews. The new law should be enforced. Let's hope members of Congress can compel the State Department to obey it. 
I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Codemasters one-day seminar, ranging from topics like negotiation tactics to persuasion and communication skills. The seminar comes with a booklet full of tips, seminar lessons, and additional sales training material. Regular price, $995. The marketplace price, only $600. See details at the marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Dennis Prager believes in another type of bank account. I mean, I know the role that I play in a lot of people's lives, and I think about that. Have I disappointed people? You know, when I came out against Donald Trump during the primaries, people were very disappointed. That's why I'm a big believer in the moral bank account theory I have. Now, we make deposits when we do good things, and we make withdrawals when we make what are mistakes or perceived as mistakes. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2, on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And Judy is on the line. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it. Um, I had some bachelor button uh, plants uh, come, I guess, birds drop seeds or something. I don't know. I didn't plant them. Anyway, so last year when the bloom would die, I would take the seeds out and I've been put, putting them in pots and spreading them around and they've all come up. Well, this year uh, when I tried it, there are no seeds in the bachelor button bloom that will. No seed in the bachelor button blooms? Right. And I'm making but, seed, you're saying. Yeah. Right. And these are from the seeds that I took out of the wilted blooms last year. Yeah, yeah. They should come back. Yeah, there's now, no reason for them to not make seed. Yeah, we're just like wondering, well, what's the reason? Well, I can tell you that I've tried a bunch of them and there are no seeds in them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no, we're 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 stumped. They're stumped, yeah. Yeah. Is there uh, a sterile bachelor button or a sterile bachelor button that still has seeds? Well, the seeds are sterile. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get the sterile bachelor button from the fruitful one. Oh, okay. Year. Okay. I'm just throwing the ideas out uh, there. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm an idea guy. <laughs> uh we we don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, because they, sh- if they're just, if you got them from fruitful flowers, then you should have seeds that produce fruitful flowers. Right. Uh, weather conditions. You know, that's the only thing I can come up with. It was either too cold or too wet when they were when they were producing the seeds. Okay. Environmental adversity. In- environmental adversity is the okay. is the textbook that's- name. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, That's the new buzzword when you don't know, huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's not the new one. They've used it for a very long time. But, uh, yes. Uh, um, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, yeah. Because well, they I'll really... Keep they were, yeah, keep checking, I guess. That, that's right. Keep, keep checking. There should be some. You there. believe that you'll see some? I believe she will see some, yes. Okay. All right, well, one of my favorite Sunday afternoon things to do is to sit in front of my quilt frame and quilt mm. and listen to you guys on the radio. So. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> Milton, do you know what Bachelor Buttons do name? I, the name for him? No. Isn't it Gumfrina? Jerry's uh, shaking his head. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a nice one. Gumfrina. Well, well, that's nice that we can be a part of your Sunday afternoon. Well, thank you. Okay, y'all have a good afternoon. You too. You too. All righty. Thank you. Bye. That's so cool. I wonder what she's quilting. Quilt. We'll have to take we'll have to, buns. Wonder, but I wonder if like we inspire her. Like the quilt has you know, different flowers on it or something like that. It's like a gardening South Texas quilt. Do you think? No? No. Okay. <laughs> I must take it by your rolling of my eyes. That that's a no. All right. 210-308-8867. All right. So I don't know where we are now. With the uh, the mother-in-law's tongue, because we've gotten in the closet plant, and closet it plant is, was, is it is and it isn't. And flathlium. Flathlium. All right, so bathophilium, bathophilium, yeah, like Sylvester, yeah. All right, so what you got? Anyway, you, you want to? <laughs> we started out with a question. They didn't know the name for a closet plant. And my question is the reason that the tips are, of the leaves are turning brown. Uh, I keep getting new growth, but the outline of the leaves turn brown. For its answers, the plant is Pathophyllium, also known as peace lily. Uh, the most common reason for marginal dis, 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 desiccation it's salt burn caused by a buildup of salt in the soil from fertilization. Also, overwatering or underwater. Yeah. This plant should be fertilized only when it is actively growing or flowering. And it, it doesn't, the uh, re, re, reason it's called closet plant, uh, it grows in, in limited uh, sunlight or li- limited light period, and uh, the uh, it never blooms in the house. So uh, it, it, it unless it, unless it's getting plenty of sunlight, uh, it's not. It'll never flower again in the house. Use one of the water-soluble fertilizers such as uh, rapid, rapid grow uh, or miracle grow or such, uh, such, other such. When you water the plant, you should do so until water drains from the bottom. This will flush out the salt buildup. Disregard the drainage water as the plant does not like to sit in water. Or discard, I'm yeah. sorry. Discard the drainage water as the plant does not like to sit in water. No and, plant likes and, to sit in that, water. That, uh, <laughs> All right. Then, what plant then, likes to sit in water uh, other than duckweed? Celery. Oh, celery. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any any of the uh, yeah. 
watercress, watercress. Yeah, yeah. Any of the uh, water garden plants. Hey, we got Ray on the line. Did you finish? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Ray's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Ray. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? All right. Thank you. Uh, I got a question about a Santa Barbara peach. It's been in the ground about seven years. This year, it's produced a bunch of flowers, and he put on fruit. But once they got to about a quarter to a half inch, they all fell out. Um, any ideas or suggestions? What, what kind of peach did you say it was? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara? Yes. Never heard of that. But uh, I, I imagine what happened. Well, where do you live? I live on the northwest side of San Antonio. You know, we had that late freeze. That, that uh-huh. uh, did, 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 did it bloom? Uh, yeah, it bloomed and he had uh, marble-sized fruit. That's so. when they fall off, uh-huh. if, if, the, if the embryo has been damaged. I see. Okay. So just uh, wait for next year. Did it? Yeah. Did they all fall off? Yeah, they all fall off uh, completely. Uh, I also had a Santa Rosa, a Santa Santa Rosa plum plum. that only produced one or two, uh, very few flowers and no fruit. So wow. Wait for next year. That that also sounds like uh, uh, some kind of environmental stress. Uh-huh. Okay. All yeah, right, gentlemen. Kind of like it, it was a late freeze or, or or something. These all are full okay. sun, right? You have them both in full, 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 full sun? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, okay. All right. All right. Uh, that answers uh, that answers my question because it, if it was environmental, there's nothing we can do about it but just wait yeah. for next year. No. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's not a bug or anything like that. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen, well, you all have a good afternoon. Do you, still, do you still have any of the fruit that no. fell off? Mm. You probably don't. I probably, I'm back here, but I, I don't see it. Why, uh, why was, why, why would, what would I look for? Uh, well, what I'm saying is take, take the fruit, uh, if you find the ones that fell off. And uh-huh. uh, cut it, cut them in half with a knife, and see uh-huh. if, see if, see if the center is brown or black. Uh huh. I found one, and um. Oh, you found the, one? Yeah, I found one. Um, I'm trying and, to. And if, oh, if oh, that's oh. the case, since since they all fell off at once, I imagine that has to be freeze damage. Yeah, it's brown. It's dark brown. Yeah. Yeah. It killed, okay. it killed. It killed the little embryo when it was, when it was small, the small, center of the okay. peach. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, then uh, we'll just have to wait. Okay. Sorry. Ah, no problem. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Ray. Bye, bye. Sorry about that. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a break while you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Mark Peterson. And for Dr. Calvin Finch, I'm Milton Glick. This is nine thirty a.m. The Answer. 
That's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Boulevardy Road. And I'm so eager to tell you about all the things that are on sale because we've got color, color, color. Let's start off with colorful, beautiful vincas. They're on sale. This Texas superstar blooms in shades of pink, rose, white, and red. It's excellent in flower beds. And Millburgers carries the disease-resistant series called Cora. Now find it in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. One of the things that Millburgers is really high on is Summer Snapdragon, or Angelonia. This Texas superstar comes in white or pink, purple, and lavender. It's heat tolerant, and it's just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Caladiums. Now, just four eighty-eight in the 6-inch pot. Millburgers has Mexican Heather on sale for just four eighty-eight in the 1-gallon container. And Bougainvillea, come see all the beautiful Bougainvillea at Millburgers. You've never seen such colors. Now, in the 12-inch ready-to- use pot for just $16.88. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Hi, this is Jan Johnson, HR Manager for Salem Media Group of San Antonio, and I'm looking for a creative team member, one who thrives in a fast-paced, detail-oriented work environment. And the role we're hiring for is a digital content coordinator, and it's someone who will manage our day-to-day digital content from multiple websites, social media pages, and station mobile apps. In this role, you work really closely with the marketing and promotions department, as well as internal teams and station clients to coordinate and deliver digital content such as graphic design, digital and print materials, email marketing and contests, and other assets. If you're interested in this and you have attention to detail, you like social media, you're good with graphic design, then go to this station's website and click on the tab Now Hiring and send us your resume. We'd love to talk to you. If you love website design, if you love graphic design, you don't want to miss out. Join a great team. Apply today. Everyone is talking about fixed index annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will you lose money or make money? Is your retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune into Robin Hoppus and the Big State Financial Show at its new time, Saturday mornings at 9 and Mondays at 8 to learn more. Or you can call Robin at Big State Financial, 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show, Saturday mornings at 9 and Monday evenings at 8, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Destiny's here. Or should I say, I am. The movie Avengers Infinity War focuses in on our favorite Marvel supers. They rally together to battle a cosmic tyrant who's set on destroying half the universe. This latest superhero pick is the biggest and most sweeping film of its kind. The best label I can give it is more. There's more heroism, more self-sacrifice, but be prepared for more crude references, more violence, and more death, too. In fact, for kids who fully embrace the Marvel Universe, this could be a very difficult movie to watch. With that in mind, I'll give the newest Avenger pick two and a half glowing gems out of five for family friendliness. For more on this superhero film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. 
face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Ellen Glick along with Mark Peterson. Dr. Jerry Parsons ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. That, that was a lovely intro. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. 210, we'll have to save that one. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Uh, you want to talk about uh, maybe hit some events? I'll, I'll do that. Oh, the... yeah. We've got to do that. Okay, do that. Because... Next week, next, okay. next, next or less than a week away. The fifth. The fifth. Okay. We'll be pleading the fifth here. Is the uh, water saver, the water saver landscape design school, Saturday, May fifth, eight thirty to one thirty, and a new location at the Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. Uh. Beware that uh, the, that they're not taking any questions about deer out there, okay? <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> we're, yeah. just, we're just not going to limit one it to question that. Uh, yeah, one question per couple. <laughs> that would be the question. That's kind of like when you go to Wilson County, you don't take Sandbar questions. <laughs> I, I told them to a garden club that one time, and they said, well, you might well go home. Yeah, there's nothing, uh, nothing else to talk about. <laughs> nothing else to talk about. Anyway, Fair Oaks Ranch Country Club. That's at uh, 7900 Fair Oaks Parkway in Fair Oaks, of course. That's out uh, I-10. And uh, the Water Saver Landscape Design School, we had, we had one... Uh, uh, had uh, 25 people on a waiting list for the last time, so they decided to have a, have another one uh, the, uh, uh, to take care of the overflow. And so uh, the cost is uh, $30 per individual and $50 for two members in the household. And for that $30 fee, you get... Uh, Full presentations on xeriscaping, design, improving soil and plant selection by uh, some somewhat uh, localized experts. I won't call any names, but uh, <laughs> they they'll do the best they can. I think, okay, now, there you go for the thirty dollars. Uh, one-on-one idea consultations, and three full-color plant and landscape guides. 
and uh, that, those are, those guides are, are worth worth the money uh, themselves. And I think those guides have. Does y'all's guide have deer resistant deer? Some little yeah. Deer, what we have it insignia. is we have it. We start from ground covers and work our way up on trees, but we have little icons. Icons. So we have a little deer that says it's deer resistant. Yeah. And so uh, that'll that'll help you uh, help you go through the questions of uh, of the deer out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah. I, I I imagine they've got a disclaimer in there that. Uh, uh, Only in certain some, neighborhoods. Some, yes. uh, some certain neighborhoods under certain weather right. conditions. And my, yeah, my general rule of thumb is anything sticky, stinky, fuzzy, or thorny uh, is a deer-resistant plant. Well, don't look at me like that. It's a great little uh, <laughs> anything stinky, sticky, fuzzy, or thorny. So that's all your lantanas. Well, what, what about right? roses? Yeah. Roses. Okay, so They're thorny. Well, not all of them. And they're not sticky. Well, they they really okay. eat the ones that are not thorny. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about really thorny. I'm talking about you know agarita and. You know. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, we got a we got a bunch of questions and not much time. All right, okay. uh, so let's go to uh, Clint on the line. So, did you give all gardeningvolunteers.org is the place to go for more on that? Right, gardeningvolunteers.org for more information and sign up sheet. Clint is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Clint, welcome to the show. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Appreciate the time. Sure. What's going on? Uh, any recommendations on killing off the Texas leaf cutter ants? They're just destroying everything of value. Well, that's a great topic. Um, there used to be a great product called Volcano. It was taken off the market because the company couldn't make any money. In East Texas, and I kept going. The money is in Central Texas. Wilson County could provide you your entire annual profit just by bringing it in there. But uh, um, the main thing is trying to prevent them from actually getting the plants you want. And usually we do that by little circles of orthene or uh, some other insecticide that they'll pick it up. Uh, there is a bait out there for cut ants, uh, and Didn't I don't know. Andro was yeah cleared for cut ants, or well, yeah. The the problem with the Andro fire ant baits is the bait size is not the right size for that particular ant. The fire ants like a certain size bait, and the cut ants like a different size bait. The grit that it's on, huh? So, so that's always been the problem. So, okay. but I think there's a bait out there. When did they quit making the volcano? Uh, about, let's see, I was still in the Forest Service at that time. It was about uh, 12 years ago. Oh. There was some oh, yeah. product available in the country down uh, south of us that I know you could get. Uh, but I don't know if it's still there. Okay. And uh, any uh, recommendations on keeping these little sex with maps from... Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear the first part. These little Texas gnats would love to get in your ears and your eyes when you're outside during the summer. Any repellent other than yeah. off or deep? Um, there used to be the, the, the lotion, the skin so soft, that was supposed to be able to do that. 
There's a couple other products out there that are natural. And I would go to Whole Earth or REI or go online and, and look for organic products to keep mosquitoes away and it should be the same type of chemicals for you. Yes, it's a tough one, Clint. Thanks, man. Where do you live that the cut ants are so bad? I think it's gone. Where do you live that the cut ants are so bad? I'm in the vines. Oh, okay. In the sand. Yeah. Thanks, Clint. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. 210-308-8867. Ed is on the line. Hi there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. I hope you guys are doing well. Yes, we are. Thank you. I've got a couple of questions, or three questions, but if you guys are running out of time, just holler at me. All righty. First question, um, my grandpa used to grow pecan trees, and when they were small, he would take a pocket knife and split them from the top to the bottom to make them grow faster. And it actually seemed to to work pretty well, but I I wonder if that's a recommended procedure or whether it actually does long-range harm or you know is it something you You, can do you 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 mean he would split the seedling no yes well you know when uh, when it was maybe an inch in diameter you know he would just take and split it from the you know right down the side of the trunk all the way down like from stem to stern all the way just split it right down the middle right and he would he wouldn't Uh, cut the you know, the whole thing, he just sort of split the, the cambium. And then you could, I mean, literally, oh. you within a month, you could see the thing would increase in diameter. Well, that's a new one for me. Yeah. I've never, <laughs> I've never, heard, no, I've never heard of such a thing. Well, I, I think that was fairly common in, around San Antonio and, and uh, close hill country. Uh, my grandpa grew up in Candelia and... Uh, he used to do that. I mean, my dad did it, and I mean, all of our relatives basically, if they had a pecan tree, they they were all said that you had to do that. But huh. Huh. They, they, well, they we'll have to uh, we'll have to investigate that. Yeah. yeah. No skin. What was your other question? Um. Well, I've got one for Jerry. Have you ever grown any jicama? Hickama, yes, uh, I played around with that a little bit. Uh, the problem with it, it's a, it, that's a tropical root, and, and uh, the problem is, uh, by the time the soil temperature warms up uh, to where the thing, it's a vine. Right. When the when the thing starts growing, uh, big, big, uh, growing long enough to make a, a bigger root. Uh, it freezes out, so it's 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 not a very productive uh, plant grow. It, it grows a hellacious vine. Okay, uh, does that mean are you saying that it needs to grow more than one season? Well, uh, yeah, to to get a larger root, you would have to do that. Yes, and okay. it would free it will freeze, so you'll have to dig it up. Uh, before it for, for the before it gets extremely cold. Okay. All right. Now I I don't know if I've asked you this before, but I since Mark is there today, um, 
I got lots of cedar, and I'm cutting it down as fast as I can. But uh-huh. there's some areas where I would prefer to have either privacy or just a thicket where the deer can hang out. But I'm, I don't like the cedar because it's a fire hazard, basically. Uh, is there something I can replace it with that that will actually grow and, and prosper that's going to be evergreen and provide cover and privacy? Yeah, there's a, there's a, oh, four or five of them, and I'll go through them real quick. Uh, there's all the hollies, the uh, Burford holly, uh, Foster, or Nellie R. Stevens, Fosters, um, and then there's some of the other junipers, the Asian ones, uh, Blue Point, Wichita, Spartan, and then there's something we could use even like Xylosma. And, gee, Jerry, what high spelled Xylosma? Yeah, X, Y, L, O. You know what it is? Okay. All right. And uh, those are so that that's the ones that, 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 I'm sorry? I could plant in the pasture, and after I get them established, I can forget about them. Uh, yeah, the, the main thing is the establishment. So you're going to have to uh, water. You can either use my infamous 3-2-1 method or a water like uh, once a week for about six months, six, seven months. All right, sir, we got to run. Thanks, ma'am. All right, we're going to say goodbye for James. James, I'm sorry we couldn't get to your question. Give us a call next Saturday, first thing, and we'll uh, get it on uh, get it on the air and to answer your question. Lots of activities coming up. Uh, check them out at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Thanks to Mark for coming in and sitting for Calvin. Calvin should be back next Saturday, but we appreciate you coming in. Great job. Thanks to Jerry, as always. Thanks to Al back at the station, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next Saturday back here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.